0: Hey, it's Kelly Walker and I am the queen of manifesting. You are listening to a podcast about manifesting your dreams. And the way you do that is by changing what you think about, what you talk about and what you believe. And so it's actually easy to manifest your goals Once you know the formula to manifesting and how to control that inner voice in your head that's always telling you what you can and can't do. So stick around, take some notes, and welcome to the Queendom. Hey, before we get started, I want to let you all know that this episode is sponsored by my friend Chip Isley. Chip is a life coach and he has this awesome new program starting called Getting to Know You. It's a 30-day challenge that helps you figure out who you are and what you really want. Because if you want to start manifesting better stuff, you've got to figure out who you are first and what it is you really want to change in your life. So his program has three group coaching sessions, a one-on-one coaching session with him, and three masterminds. And it's a 30-day program, and it's going to be awesome because you guys... Chip is one of the coolest people I know, and he's super fun, and he's really smart. He's an amazing life coach, so I highly recommend him. If you want to check out his challenge, look in the show notes for this episode. There is a link to his form that you can fill out to get started. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode sponsored by the amazing Chip Isley. Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and welcome to today's episode of The Queen of Manifesting. In this episode, I'm going to talk more about clients, manifesting clients, manifesting more business, which means manifesting more money, and the things that might be stopping you from manifesting more clients. So I want to start with making space. And actually, probably everything I'm going to talk about today relates in some way to making space for the clients that you're trying to manifest. So if you don't have enough clients in your business, of course, you're not going to make enough money to live on. And you're going to have to have a job on the side. And that's just going to be sad. So making room in your life For these new clients, you're going to be manifesting is really important because, you know, I've talked before about making room in your life for what you want. So, you know, probably my favorite example is if you're trying to manifest a spouse, uh, is there closet room for them? Is there room in the garage for another car? What do you have on the other side of your bed? Is it full of books or dogs or something? So, think about that. Your clients. It's the exact same way. You've got to have room in your energy, in your space, in your schedule and in your life for all these clients and customers that you're going to be manifesting or else they're going to have nowhere to land. They're going to have nowhere to go and they'll try to come to you and you'll be like subconsciously saying, sorry, you can't actually come buy my stuff because I don't actually have room for you. Okay, so that's why making space for your clients and customers is so important. So I'm going to give you um, probably six. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to give you probably six tips, um, maybe more. We'll see how quickly I get through these on making space for clients. So number one, and this is probably going to be the easiest for you and if you've never had a failed business before, then this won't even apply to you. But I know most entrepreneurs have tried to start businesses in the past. And probably lots of us have had failed businesses that didn't ever really take off or just took off a little bit and sputtered. So go through your house, go through your office, find everything that is a remnant of your failed past businesses and get rid of it. It's filled with failure energy and you don't want it in your space. Plus you need room for the new successful business you're working on. So there are multiple reasons to get rid of the old clutter from your failed businesses. So when you do this, make sure you go through everything, you know, under your bed, in the corners, in the top shelves of your closets, in the back bottom drawer of your desk. Find everywhere where you could have old failed business detritus stored and get rid of it. Clean it out, make room for the new, bright, happy, shiny, successful business, and get rid of all of the yuck and the negative energy and the failure and the reminders from the old business, okay? So that's number one, get rid of the failed business clutter. Number two. So <laughs> this one might sound kind of weird, but I really do think it's super important that you do this. And that is to forgive people for not buying from you, forgive people for not finding you yet, forgive people for not spending money on you, forgive people for not being ready. For your services or products. Now I know this probably sounds weird. You know of course we're not sitting around holding grudges. Against people that don't buy our products. But subconsciously you could be. Subconsciously you could actually be really angry. If you've invested your time and energy. Into building this amazing product. Or supplying this amazing service. And people aren't buying it people aren't catching your vision, they're not acknowledging the awesomeness that you've created, then there is bound to be a little bit of subconscious resentment in your heart. So maybe not, maybe for you, there's none at all. But I want you to ask yourself, you know, be really serious, be really honest and vulnerable with yourself. Am I actually kind of mad that people are not buying from me? Am I actually kind of resentful at these people that aren't partaking of the awesomeness I've created? And if so, then you need to do some forgiveness techniques. And if you've listened to my other episodes about forgiveness, you know I really am a big proponent of Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian forgiveness technique, and it's so easy. That's why I like it, because it's really simple and easy. So what you do is you just chant. You can do it out loud or you can do it quietly in your mind Four phrases and the phrases are really short and it goes like this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And just say it over and over again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So you don't have to have a particular person in mind when you say this. I know some people that have like actually trained themselves to have this going in the back of their mind, like all the time. Um, but regardless of how often you do it, any amount of it will help. So picture the people or picture the emotions that you that you're feeling towards people who have not bought your product or service, you know, because usually you don't even know who your future clients are that haven't converted yet. But just picture in your mind, this energy of forgiveness, you're forgiving these people, they're not ready. And you're kind of also forgiving yourself for being upset about it. Because, you know, it subconsciously you know, it's doing its own thing, but in your rational mind, you're like, wow, I am really a mean person. If I'm holding a grudge against these people for not buying my stuff. So even forgive yourself. So add yourself into the loop when you're doing ho'oponopono. Okay. So number two was do forgiveness techniques. Number three, organize your office space. Now, I don't know what kind of office space you've got. I don't know if you've got a corner of your bedroom or if you've got an entire room in your house or if you have literal office space that you pay rent on every month or what. I don't have any idea what you've got, but it doesn't matter. No matter what, whatever space you have, keep it clean, decluttered, spotless, actually. You want it to look... Um, organized. If you want your thoughts to be organized, your time and your space to be organized, then your office needs to be organized. And it's kind of a, it's a stewardship thing, really. It's a stewardship issue. You're given stewardship over these clients. So how are you going to treat their information? How are you going to treat the tools with which you help them? How are you going to treat the notes you take about them? It's all really a stewardship stewardship issue. If you take good care of your client's stuff, information, notes, tools, especially when they're not around, then you're going to have a much better energy towards them and you're going to be having a much greater stewardship over the things relating to them. And If you remember in the Bible, the parable of the talents, the servant who took really good care of his talents by trading them and increasing them, he got way more in the end. So look at it like that. Look at it as things you have been blessed with. Clients coming to you. That's a blessing to you. That's a stewardship you need to take good care of. So... If you are any kind of a coach, then and you're taking notes about people every week, I suggest doing client folders and there are there's so many kinds of client folders that you could do. You could get a binder and have sheet protectors and put your notes in a sheet protector each week. or you could get one of those um, those folders that have like the two posts at the top, kind of. Like, I don't know what you call those, two little metal arms that you can lift, lift up and then punch two holes in the top of all your notes and stick them in there. Um, you, could, you could just have a regular notebook. And if you don't happen to take notes in the notebook one time, tear them out from every, wherever you did put them and tape them into that client's notebook. Um, there's just tons of ways that you could organize it. But organize it. Don't treat your client's information recklessly. Okay, you want order and control in how you treat their things. All right, uh, we will be right back. We're going to take a little break. And we will go through the next three tips for taking care of your client's uh, yourself and making space in your life for the new clients that you're trying to manifest. So stick around. We'll be right back. And we're back in this episode. We're talking about making space for all those clients you're going to be manifesting. So we went over the first three tips. They were get rid of failed business clutter, do forgiveness techniques on clients that have not come to you yet and yourself. And organize your office and your client papers and information. So number four. This is probably the hardest part for lots of people. And that is to get uh, all of your legal stuff set up. So make sure, like if you're a coach, make sure that you have a business entity set up. You know, get an LLC or Some other kind of corporation and uh, get a tax ID number, get yourself a business bank account, and be serious as a business owner. Because if you don't have these things in place, guess what? You're kind of just playing at being a business owner. You're kind of just playing at it. So make it official, make it real. Go out. Get yourself set up as a legal business entity, get a business license, get a business checking account, take payments through your account, and um, make yourself a PayPal account, a Stripe account, whatever it is you need, however you're gonna accept payments. Get a business checkbook, I don't know, whatever it is you like to do. Just make sure that you are a legal business entity so that you are officially in business and not just pretending to be in business. And if you need help with that, there is a, um, well, if you're in Utah, there is, I'm not sure about other places, but there is a place called the Business Resource Center in Orem, Utah. It's at the UVU campus. And actually, it's just south of the UVU campus. And they have all kinds of free resources for people starting businesses. So I would call them if you are in Utah and you need help with that. And I don't know, other states might also have that. So Business Resource Center, or maybe even like the Small Business Administration. I know there's lots of free resources out there, so don't sit around moping because you don't know how to do something go out and get help if you don't know how to do it and if you've got the money go out and hire an accountant or a lawyer to do it for you okay so make yourself official be business legal okay number five (laughs) this one might sound crazy but it is spend time in nature so why why do I want you to spend time in nature Oh my gosh, there's so many reasons that works and helps me. So my husband recently started having us go out and take regular walks by the river. And holy cow, it's, it's totally changed the way we think. We um, go out there with the intention, we actually set the intention that we're going to go out into nature and we're going to be recharged and we're going to be inspired And we usually go with a specific question even. And so the, I don't know, one of our mentors, he is super, super into nature. And he says, go out and listen to the water for 10 minutes. And, you know, put your hand in the river if you can, and listen to the birds or watch the tree leaves or whatever. You know, he says, pick one thing and focus on it for 10 minutes and see what answers you get. So we don't always do that, but we do love to just go out into nature and we take a walk for about an hour down the river and there's a nice walking trail and it's usually pretty deserted. We hardly see anyone and we don't usually hear any traffic noise or anything because it's very, very far out in the boonies. And we get so much inspiration when we do that. And it's also kind of like pushing the reset button for some reason. I don't really understand it, but for some reason going out into nature is literally like pushing the reset button. So get yourself out into nature. If you don't live anywhere near nature, oh I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Find a place. Find something that can recharge you, where you can get inspiration from your higher power without a lot of interruptions and distractions and electronics, things like that. Just get out in the beautiful nature somehow and get recharged, get reset. It's amazing. It works. We've started doing it and we have gotten so much Information. I mean, it's crazy. We've gotten, we've both gotten so many ideas since we started doing this for our business. So I highly recommend this one, even though it might sound a little crazy. Spend time in nature. All right, number six. This is called Write and Burn. I don't know how many of you heard of this. This is a little, um, it's a little common around here where I live. I know a lot of people that do Write and Burn. So what that means is that you get a piece of paper and you write all the negative thoughts down on it. Like everything that's swimming around your head, all the negative thoughts, all your doubts, all your complaints, all your worries. Get them out of your head and get them onto paper. And this is especially helpful with clients because... Uh, As a coach, at least, and I'm sure I'm sure everybody with customers or clients can relate to this in some way. But like with me, when I give assignments to people, when I'm coaching them and they don't do it and then, you know, don't get the results that I know they could get, sometimes I get a little upset and I'm I'm disappointed and I'm sad and I'm a little frustrated But I can't carry that energy around with me. I can't be mad at the person. I can't hold that energy. I need to release it. And so writing and burning is a really good way to release the, all the frustration you've got as a business owner towards your clients. Because you don't want to have that energy towards your clients or you're not going to have any clients anymore. So just, I mean, literally any kind of paper. Just get a sheet of like printer paper or rip a page out of a spiral notebook and just start writing all the negative thoughts all the negative feels everything that comes up for you when you think about your customers or your clients that bugs you get it all out of your head and get it onto the paper so that your head is clear and empty of negativity and then take it outside and burn it don't burn it in your house okay you don't it, it doesn't go anywhere. When it's in your house, it stays in your house. So don't burn it in your house. You want to actually take it outside to nature or your backyard, you know, which for most of us is in nature. Take it out to the backyard and burn it so that it is gone from your mind and gone from the world. And that is actually a really cleansing activity to do. And you might feel dumb and that's okay. Do it anyway. And... You know what? I used to not be able to do it because I was like, I don't have anywhere to burn stuff, and we had a barbecue grill, but it's like ridiculously complicated to get it started, and so I, I was always like, well, I'd love to write and burn, but I really can't burn, so I would tear my paper up into teensy pieces and then take them outside and put them in the dumpster. So don't throw it away in your house if you can't burn. Tear it up into little tiny pieces, but then take it outside of your house and put it in the dumpster. But one day my husband said, you know what? We've got this Dutch oven we never use. Why don't we do our burning in the Dutch oven? And so he went out to the shed. He got the Dutch oven. And all you need for that is a lighter. That is so much easier than rolling out the barbecue grill from the shed and getting it all fired up. So just even like even a bucket a I can there's so many like easy ways you could come up with something to burn in um, that really it shouldn't be an excuse and I know I used it for an excuse for like a whole year and that was so dumb of me and I really regret it now because burning it is so much more satisfying burning it is like oh it's like I don't know it's really powerful and it's really cleansing so if you can get something set up in your backyard to burn in definitely burn instead of doing the tear it into tiny pieces because the burning is so satisfying wow we did get through all six I was just looking at my list um all right I will give you a, a bonus so here's a bonus on making space for clients so we all have these limiting beliefs in our subconscious that keep us from succeeding at as high a level as we'd like to right and these beliefs are things that we've decided probably when we were like two or three or four years old back when we did not understand what was going on around us and everything had to be our fault because the whole world revolved around us at that age right everything was our fault because everything revolved around us And so we made the craziest wrong impressions and decisions and interpretations of what was going on around us. So when you are doing everything you think you should be doing and you are still not manifesting the amount of clients you'd like to, then it's time to break out the belief breakthrough script. And if you need this script, I've got it in my Facebook group, which is We Are Masters of Manifesting. The script is in there uh, and you can just search for uh, belief breakthrough um, tutorial, I think, or the steps to belief breakthrough. And I've got a whole document in there with all the steps. Also, I've got a YouTube video and I've got a video tutorial right in the group. So there's tons of ways you can find out how to do a belief breakthrough if you don't know how. Okay, so don't use that for an excuse. You can find it if you need it. So what you do is you're like, okay, I'm following all the other steps. So something in my subconscious is keeping me from getting clients. What is it? So figure out what that is, figure out what crazy belief your little two year old self came up with, that's keeping you from getting clients. And just from experience, I know it's usually things like, I'm not good enough, I am not smart enough, or I'm not allowed to speak up, or nobody cares what I think, or I mess everything up. It's always stuff like that, like really broad negative decisions about ourselves. so do a belief breakthrough figure out what the belief is that you formed when you were little follow the steps resolve it come up with a new belief and the next inspired step and replace it with something better and so if you do all these steps and then add in the belief breakthrough there's really no reason that you won't manifest all the claims you want so do the steps do the belief breakthrough Get the clients you want and start making the money in your business that you want to be making. (sighs) Okay, so that's it for today. And if you are in my Facebook group, remember it's We Are Masters of Manifesting. Remember every Monday morning I do a free class live in the group. So you have to be on Facebook and you have to be a member of my group. Because that's where the live trainings are. So just go to Facebook, search for We Are Masters of Manifesting, and hop in the group. Also, my YouTube channel is The Queen of Manifesting. And I'm so excited. I just hired an assistant. And they got all my manifesting tip videos uploaded, finally. So I did daily manifesting tips for 34 days. And all of those videos have been uploaded now, which is amazing. So go check those out. And of course, always you can stop by my website for everything else. All my links are on my website and the website is thequeenofmanifesting.com. So that is it for today, you guys. Thanks for listening. Um Come back next week and hear some more awesomeness. I, I might talk about clients again or I might be moving on to a new topic. I'm not sure yet. I just kind of go where my inspiration takes me. So we'll see what we come up with next week. Oh, and if you want to go on my March personal development cruise, um, that is my December cruise is all sold out. Okay, so now your option is March. And March sails from Miami. We go to, let's see, uh, Jamaica, Haiti, and I think Cozumel. And, um, it's a eight day cruise, seven nights, and it's on Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas, which is the fourth largest cruise ship in the world. And, um, so the website for that, if you want to check it out is bit.ly. So bit.ly dot L Y forward slash March, 2020 cruise. That's March two zero two zero cruise. So you can go look that up and um, register if you want to come with us. It'll be super fun. It is not sold out yet. There's still room left and there are three cabin options. So three price ranges. So we would love to have you. We're going to have an awesome time. I have about eight amazing presenters coming along with me. And of course, I'm going to teach manifesting. So come join us on the cruise and we're going to have the best time ever. All right, well, that's it for today. I will talk to you guys next week. Have an awesome week and go manifest all the things. Okay, bye. Okay, well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, if you want to contact me, sign up for my course. If you have program ideas or anything at all you need to contact me about, my email is kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com. And that is also my website, www.thequeenofmanifesting.com. So you can also contact me there. There's a contact form at the bottom. So I try to make it pretty easy to get a hold of me. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your awesome reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, if you feel inclined, please do. Five-star reviews are super welcome. And I love to hear your feedback. So everybody have an awesome day and I will talk to you on the next episode.